TopplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted. What the fuck, man? Welcome to episode 53 of the Topless oh. Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. Occasionally, I am Brooks. Uh, I'm Dan. I'm Tyler. And uh, it's been more than a week since the last episode. <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. I guess technically the first episode of our second year of doing the podcast. Welcome to year two. I wish Welcome I had like a little hell. or something. <laughs> I'm gonna, wee, or like a... <laughs> We should have brought party hats. What are we doing? We're a Dan bunch of a party unprofessional hat. losers. Yeah. Yeah. Every hat I wear is a party hat because my life is a party. <laughs> <laughs> Said with such joy and passion. <laughs> a party of the society, which we are of. So, uh, this week has seen uh, some really good launches. Uh, the Genesis Mini, uh, which I got. Genesis! Which is awesome. Uh, though I hate the noise that it uses for like confirmation on on stuff, it's this really grating, like kind of irritating noise. But aside from that, they seem to have gotten pretty much everything right. Also, actually, not aside from that, the sensitivity of the D-pad on when navigating the Genesis Mini menus uh, is way too high. It is super easy to just jump several things. Uh, but their game selection is great. Um, games that I didn't get a, get a lot of time with at the time, you know, like when they came out, like Gunstar Heroes totally flew under the radar for me as a child. So. Oh, I w- I w- I've been playing Gunstar Heroes since I was a teenager. That 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 it's was one of those such gems. a good game. There, there's a lot of a, a lot of uh, Sega titles that fly under the radar because they got overshadowed by um, the Super Nintendo. Well, I, I was a Genesis owner. I was I was, so was a I, Sega but, kid. You know, but like you know, you weren't seeing ads for Genesis games no. all the time. But the only ads that I do remember seeing as a kid, uh, for as far as games on the Genesis Mini are concerned, was Eternal Champions. I, I remember used to Eternal see Champions. The Eternal yeah. Champions ads all. There was that dude time. with the with the wraparound shades and yep. the high top fade and like when I was a little kid and there was like a lion dude or some shit yeah, everyone I everyone I drew had a high top fade <laughs> I, thought, I, I, I remember seeing kid in play and just giggling Eternal <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Champions is no joke I have jumped into Gunstar Heroes I have jumped into Sonic 1 uh, I got the furthest in Shinobi 3 what level did you get to? Uh, to <laughs> Because I was just... <laughs> when I say didn't get the in. furthest in. You got the furthest... Yeah, that's fair. That's I got for it. you. I got it on Friday. And yeah. Link's Awakening also came out. So I got it, plugged it in, played a little bit of a few games that I was interested in, and then started playing Link's Awakening. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, the, the furthest in. I got to level two. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, the boss in level three is probably the coolest one it's shinobi is a great fucking series i got two Um, words for you body weapon i prefer uh shinobi on game gear shinobi gg is pretty good um and as it's known (laughs) one of the games that is on the genesis that uh you two are gonna have to play even though i know your ex kids uh oh, wily wars wily wars oh i played the shit out of wily wars wily wars is Mega Man one two and three released on genesis and it's fucking weird because those were nes games and so you get a graphical overhaul on genesis because it's a technically a next generation system uh and because it's using sega's uh midi chip it's all the same music that you recognize, but just a little bit different because it's got that grindy. It's got to be it's gonna oh, chunkier, it's, right? It's wonderful. Yeah. And then, of course, you have uh, the additional content that is exclusive to yep. uh, the Wily Wars, which is Wily Tower. And you have three, yeah, three new, new, three bosses that were uh, based on concepts from 
uh, the Chinese epic Journey to the West. Oh, sure, sure. Um, and everything both, in the world is based on Journey. To yeah, the West. but you know, at, at that time we weren't we weren't getting too many games with that. And now, now we don't have to have a subscription. Dragon Ball existed. We don't have to have a subscription to the Sega Channel to play it anymore. So, yeah, Dragon Ball did. But like, I feel like everything now is you know, if it has any kind of Chinese flair to it, it's there's someone with a staff and. Something about living forever. Look, a monkey in a cloud. That's all you need. A monkey in a cloud. Is that all that Journey to the West is to you? A monkey in a cloud? Yes. It's far more complicated than that. But I Just shan't like, go into those details. There's, the there's also the video game Enslaved. You, do, you, do you guys remember Enslaved? I think it's a Bandai Namco game that oh. uh, came out. Uh, it has John DiMaggio voicing the main dude who is <laughs> named yeah. Monkey. And you play a female character who is weaker and you can, she can like, you know, I can't even remember it, but it's like dystopic future. Everything's overgrown and it's almost like like Horizon Zero Dawn style where like robots have kind of taken over and, uh, but everything has gotten overgrown. And uh, so you have to, it's like part stealth, part puzzle, you know, very interesting, but it is part enslaved stealth. Odyssey to the West or something like that is the subtitle. Part stealth, part puzzle, part cart racer. But it's, it, it, <laughs> I remember it being a great fucking game. <laughs> a stealth cart racing game. That, that would be something interesting. <laughs> that would actually be. Oh, <laughs> uh, we already have it. It's called Mario Kart. You get the boo pickup. It's true. Yeah, but like you get a game over if you're detected being first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think hide in a box at the finish line. (laughs) They did a really great job with the uh, Genesis Mini. Mm. Um, I like how you have that all set out on the table, by the way. Your nice little presentation of miniatures. Yeah, I've got the NES, the Genesis, the Super Nintendo, and the PlayStation, and I have the TurboGrafx-16 pre-ordered, which comes out in March of next year. Um, now you can play such exciting titles as Bonk's Adventure and, and uh, Airzone. Bonk's Adventure. And, and Bonk's, Bonk's Adventure, Adventure 2. <laughs> and Airzonk. What and, about Super Bonk? Uh, oh, Super Bonk. Uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, Bonk's Adventure Lords of Thunder. You, you will be able to play Lords of Thunder, I think. I think that's going to be on it. Yeah, I'm not sure what all is going to be on it. I just remember I had one friend who had a Tur- TurboGrafx-16 when I was a kid, or PC-edged. Um, and uh, that was it. Like, I, I got to play Bonk's Adventure on it once, and it was a lot of fun. Technically the first 16-bit console. Yep. I knew zero people. With with consoles that came out before the PlayStation One slash N sixty four, growing wow. up. Now the real question is: Is, is it going to come with like a mock uh, card to put in? Yeah, because because that's what made those really unique. Was yeah. they basically had credit like their games are basically on credit cards, or I guess what would be considered like if anyone remembers the old smart media cards mm-hmm. uh, that uh, cameras used to run off of where it wasn't the, t- the big trans flash that was like kind of thick. Yeah. Uh, it was a thinner precursor to uh, SD cards that had a maximum capacity of like 128 megs. And they were, they were big. They were fairly big and had big contact areas for uh, uh, reading the memory on them, but they were flat mm. and it was basically those were slightly smaller than the TurboGrafx-16 cards. And yeah, those, those those credit card type things, that's where they got the uh, the idea for microtransactions, of course. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you uh, tried. But those, <laughs> an effort was made. It's actually no. interesting, though, because the, the cards that the TurboGrafx-16 used were developed by Hudson Soft, and that was a concept yeah. that was originally designed for the Famicom Disk System, Oh, was but, it? Yeah, but they decided to go with the the floppy disk with, with yeah, the embossing yeah. on it instead. So they were like, well, let's go do this other thing. And they ended up partnering with... Who's behind the TurboGrafx-16? That's uh, not compact, but I feel like it's some now-defunct computer company. I thought it was Hudson. Was it Hudson that I made thought, the TurboGrafx-16? I'm pretty sure. All I know is they made Bonk. And yeah. I remember seeing an ad for it and like a, it was like a two page ad. I know. I think it might've been a two, but of Sonic running away, like, like seeing the, you know, the, the outline of, of him with bonk running at him, you know, and he's just like, I'm out of here. And it's like, <laughs> Oh yes. Bonk is totally going to overthrow the, you know, Sonic the hedgehog. 
But I suppose, you know, in 91, it was anyone's game, so. Yeah. It was Hudson Soft, yes. That yeah. is correct. Cool. And marketed by NEC Hobo Electronics. NEC, oh, that's NEC. who it was. Yep. That's who it was. Yep. They did the marketing. Um, marketing? Marketing. But yeah, I, uh, you know, don't have tons of memories with uh, TurboGrafx-16 exclusive properties, but it'll still be a fun, you know, little console to add to the collection. I remember seeing them around, like, not when I was a kid when they were new, but I remember seeing them a lot around in, like, you know, you go to, you go to a game shop and it's just like, yeah, there's TurboGrafx-16. You're like, that'd be cool to play if it wasn't $400. I've yeah. never yeah. seen one in person. And it was never. the same kind of thing with Neo Geo. Yep. Like Neo Geo mm-hmm. was what, Neo Geo was like $600 when it came out. Yeah, it was Ooh. pretty, but granted it was also the closest that home consoles got to emulating the arcade experience. Yeah. I mean, those cartridges were just the arcade boards in plastic. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, those, uh, controllers, with their uh, switching, uh, the switch system was just incredibly satisfying. Mm. Incredibly satisfying and still a trend that they kept up on all of their systems. Like my Neo Geo Pocket Color has that that clicky switch fucking delightfulness. Oh, yeah. And yes. That. Like- oh, it is. The, <laughs> okay. It is the satisfaction of a mechanical keyboard. It is that kind of, of just perfect satisfaction. Um, I do like the way it just, you can just hear it and it's just like, mm, it sounds nice. But yeah, and uh, the controllers for the for the Genesis Mini feel exactly, exactly the way I remember them. And uh, I think the cables are longer than... Does it still have that very high quality Genesis D-pad? It's... <coughs> that's not a, that's not like... It's a, mush. Uh, okay. It's, it's a little mush. Uh, but it feels fine. It's, it feels like I remember it, but in retrospect, this feels fairly mush. In retrospect? Hey! <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's right. That is good. May I? You're done. Yes. Cause I've gotten so used to the not, cause they always had the swivel D pad yeah, where this is, this you is, could hit the corners real well and stuff like mushy. that. I got so used to the just up down left right like where you it, the in order to get an angle you're literally pushing down two buttons into up c a down c left c the, right c yeah. yeah a b but that actually made the, uh, the now controller like pretty decent for playing fighting games that any had like had any like shoryu inputs or anything like that um because it's it ain't it, it's 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 almost like a an analog stick yeah you can roll it because yeah it's yeah. one flat thing. You're not ever pushing down like one button in a thing. It kind of rolls and and yeah, I could see that being very very useful for uh, fighting. But uh, it feels mushy. Uh, I feel like I'm I have gotten spoiled by you know current uh, stuff or gotten too used to current D pads. Oh, oh yeah, oh. for sure. It's Wait, almost like it's have... been many years since this technology came out. Right? Technology has progressed in the <laughs> last 30 years. Oh, my gosh. The future is scary. So I will be doing a full uh, kind of video breakdown and review of the Genesis Mini. Um, but one more thing I will say about it that they did fucking right versus uh, Super Nintendo and even Sony. Um, you don't have to get up and hit the goddamn system in order to get back to the fucking game menu. That's good. Yeah, that's stupid. You just hold down start for a long time and then it brings up the menu. You can save state from there and you can, uh, go back to, uh, the game list from there. That is the most annoying part of that Super Nintendo menu. Especially if, if I'm exploiting, you know, the, uh, the rewind feature. (laughs) <laughs> like in Secret of Mana. Nintendo probably was like, shit. Nintendo's probably like, oh, we've got these short-ass little cords on these controllers anyway. They're close enough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're expecting you to be sitting on the floor like you did when you were 10 years old, right in front of your TV. And Which, that ain't that ain't what, what we do no I more. I mean, that's, that's all well and good, and I'll do that for a little <laughs> bit until I get annoyed. Nintendo's gonna make you relive your childhood whether you like it or not. <laughs> but 8-Bit Bitdo has made wireless controllers for the SNES Mini and the NES Mini, and they have a wireless controller coming out for the Genesis Mini uh, soon. Good. Excellent. So. Very nice. 8-BitDo continues to impress, because like, I got one of their controllers <laughs> a few years ago as just a portable for when I was you know, taking it to work, and I had a really nice... It was a, nice, it was a Bluetooth one, and that shit lasted for a while. I beat that thing to death. Yeah. Um, and it would probably still work if 
the battery in it hadn't gone sour. So yeah, they're solid controllers. They're really solid controllers. Mm-hmm. I've got two of the uh, Bluetooth uh, Super Nintendo ones that work on PC, Xbox, and Nintendo Switch, and they've been fine. Xbox. Yes. They are very nice. I have used yours on multiple occasions. Yes, for Mega Man X6. Which and is Byron. out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we started releasing uh, Mega Dan Brooks. Uh, the new season Mega of Mega Dan Brooks. Which uh, was recorded probably six months ago. It's been quite some time. Out of a six months ago. It's a good thing all the references that you guys make to pop culture are already outdated. Because yeah. we can just keep on releasing <laughs> those forever. It's a, yeah, exactly. We're fine. You see, like it. The word is timeless. Yeah, I was about to say, when you're so out of date, it's timeless. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I come off as charming. <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually a very, uh, very intelligent marketing decision on all of our points. This oh, is called yes. this is called evergreen content right it here. Is. It never, it, it never is out of date. Yeah, evergreen. <laughs> we can just keep talking. Or just, just, just <laughs> dub, dub any political references. <laughs> update them in a couple of years. <laughs> Um, political joke. <laughs> we just dub over all the political references with someone playing an accordion. <laughs> Badly. Honestly, that would be a much more much more enjoyable than the current political state. Yeah. Just the, it's the sound of somebody punching a raw chicken breast. <laughs> uh, Link's Awakening came out on Friday, and is it, it woke? It is delightful. Uh, Link's disease. God damn it. Uh, it. Save for one problem. It's too good. No, there's frame slowdown. Oh, yeah. Uh, it has it likes uh, to frame chug. loss. Uh, it chugs in... It chugs frequently. I'm I'm sensing a patch in the future. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> By the way, this is something I wanted to ask about. Did they ever uh, fix Bloodstains problems on the Switch? Uh, not yet. Uh, they have... Uh, Integrates has... Uh, 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 committed to it like that it they're like this is our number one priority before or i think they also have dlc and things like that that they have to deliver um but uh yeah i have not seen any news on that being released yet i check every once in a while because while i own it on xbox i'd i would happily continue playing that on uh on the switch just so i can play fucking bloodstained on the go because it's a great goddamn game okay cool bloodstained on the go <laughs> It's like this tied uh, tied to go pens. <gasps> Bloodstained no. to go. No. That's actually surprising to me though with the uh, Link's Awake Link's Awakening the they Nintendo doesn't have a lot of games that come out day one that have bad frame yeah, rate. They're usually like really good about yeah. utilizing their own hardware. They yeah. are, however, uh, it came out at a time uh, where we've got now three hardware versions for the Nintendo Switch out in the wild. Ah, uh, yeah. So I'm willing to bet that it was probably optimized and and worked on with the minor improvements that live in the new iteration of the Nintendo Switch core hardware. Which... Uh, and apparently maybe that might be the reason for this. Well, that's not a smart decision, given the fact that no, the majority of people still have the default market switch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, and I, that's just me speculating on on why we could see this lapse in in behavior and quality from Nintendo. But it I would, would make like sense. to say, I would like to say that there's no way that they would do that. But I mean, they've already done that once with the new Nintendo DS and games that were made for the new nintendo oh, ds yeah. uh, worked a lot well, better on the new nintendo ds and they worked on the old none one. of those were nintendo properties uh, the big one was smash smash Sports? smash did not oh, work did as smash? well really on, on it, the the load times on not smash nintendo on developed hal laboratory that is true. yeah nerd that is everyone true. forgets that still second party it's still it's still, you know, big Nintendo property and definitely worked developed. a lot better on the new, new Nintendo DS Not than the, old, toy. the regular. Uh, also, the uh, Dynasty Warriors, the Link, uh, the Legend of Zelda Dynasty Warriors. Uh, cl- oh, Hy- uh, Hyrule. Hyrule Warriors. Warriors is, yeah. Hy- How many, like, straight Nintendo published properties have come out? Sit just I mean, I don't know where we get them Because that wasn't very long. The new Nintendo DS release and then the Switch release, like, the next year, didn't it? No. Was it two years? No. It was, like, at least two years. At least. Yeah. Probably closer to three. Two and a half, probably, I want to say. 
Yeah, because the 3DS came out in 2012. Um, yeah, 2012 or 2013. Uh, and then I remember by, I uh, bought the... Oh, wow. The new Nintendo DS came out in 2012. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> ah! I was going to say, like... I'm sorry. I'm so my timelines are completely the, <laughs> fucked up because just there. like Zelda's, they had <laughs> they had a hardware revision. <laughs> they had a hardware revision that went along with uh, um, Kid Icarus. That's right. And Kid Icarus came out because Kid Icarus needed. You either had to buy this uh, big bulky fucking yeah, uh, dude. circle pad. Thing it was for dumb. It, mm-hmm. Or use the the eraser nub on newer mo- hardware revisions of the 3DS. Which yep, is stupid. And that. that's when that. it, it uh, that was its real hardware boost. So like the new the models. Nub. Or no, uh, I guess new 3DS XL may have been a bit of a hardware boost as well. I can't remember. Yeah, the new but, Nintendo 3DS yeah. is, was a was a, a big improvement. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's weird. <laughs> Time is moving too quickly. Yeah. I'm sitting there like, <laughs> these last five years have been accordioned for me. I don't know why. <laughs> well. There's five years in between the new, new Nintendo 3DS and the Switch. I swung and missed there. That's right corporate now. America sucking the life out of you. Not, Hooray. Not to get deep on you uh, or anything, but as you age, your perspective of time is going to change. Because, because yeah. to, to a two-year-old, they are now twice the age they once were. Whereas to a 37-year-old, it's... Every know. passing day is a shorter chunk of your life. Yeah. Thank you for the this little bit of existentialism. <laughs> hey, dude, morbidity goes hand-in-hand hand with existence. <laughs> I'm on the train. Where are you? <laughs> you know, Dan, you were born on the train. <laughs> yeah, I think so. You know how fast time goes in like games like Bully? Yeah. Uh, that's just what what you're gonna have to expect now, Tyler. That's just how fast time's gonna be now. Can I can I do Sky like like Skyrim and just like wait for like <laughs> wait no, for like a but year you can't and buy just your really own bottle fast, rockets. fast you get, track that? Can I do we, that? Does that work yet? We can just put you on enough hallucinogens that your perspective of time lenses, and you'll be able to really stretch that out. Or Sweet. we can put you in a coma. I'll get the mallet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's one in the guest I'd bedroom. rather not. Is it like an oversized, like, Gallagher smash? Like, can I... Uh, no, but it is a rubber-headed mallet. Oh, I wanted to pop Tyler's head like a watermelon. <laughs> um, pop, pop! <laughs> <laughs> I feel so loved. Uh, what is love? <laughs> what is free what love? What the fuck was his name? Maximum? Maximo? Ma- what w- pop pop what was his name oh um, i can't remember i don't remember um my brain am every time good. you say pop pop my head just goes straight to pop what <laughs> it goes to white and nerdy pop pop hope no one sees me getting freaky <laughs> wow i remember when that album came out <laughs> i do too i was the kid in this class i could <laughs> could sing that whole song and it was a weirdly impressive thing it was my claim to fame and like 11 that, you know that sounds like a real lame claim to fame yeah huh. we already have a rapper on the top of robot crew it's dan <laughs> can't you tell i just haven't announced it yet no now it's thanks Kaylin. for ruining the surprise brooks um rapping but uh back to the topic of the mini consoles for a second um i'm wondering if these companies have thought about doing uh, reissues. They wouldn't necessarily be able to do mini consoles of them, but doing reissues of their handhelds in the same sort of form where they take, you know, just kind of preload all of the the popular games for those handhelds. Because have you tried to pick up a Game Gear in the past 10 years? I have like never to play, tried to pick yes. up a Game Gear. I've ne- yeah, no. The, yeah, it's miserable. Screen, it's it's literally <laughs> difficult to look at. It's it's so washed out. It wears the eyes. Like it's difficult to follow the action on the screen. And sure, emulation is a thing, but I think it would be cool for these companies to revisit their handhelds as well. Uh, that's something that I kind of thought they were going to do after the Super Nintendo Mini came out. I was like, oh, so. The next step will probably be like the Game Boy or the It's going to be N64. Yeah. Which I like, really want the N64. Ugh. So uh, tired of the N64. I am tired of the And all of the people Nintendo that 64. just have endless nostalgia for it. 
and we'll play yeah. Mario Kart 64 until the day the best Mario Kart game die. Let's be real, games from that era were not pretty. They were the ugliest games yeah. so far because we jumped into 3D too early. Yeah, and they yeah. they did not age well. No, I'll, I'll still uh, maintain that Mario 64 Mario looks like <laughs> dirt. Mario 64 doesn't look good, but it's still a great playing game. Sure, yeah, still but it looks like dirt. It looks like poop. Uh, and it was extremely significant in its time, being the first full 3D. Yeah, play. I've heard this from a million people, and I don't care. <laughs> That's why you play the Nintendo DS version of it, because yes, it's fucking it looks great. great. And you can play as Wario. Yeah. And you can play as Yoshi. Yep. Um, I want to go. Where's Waluigi? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so when, it's, when they when they finally next year when they raid Area Fifty One, they're gonna find that they've uh, Waluigi's code for Smash and they're all along. <laughs> Before we get to that Area Fifty One bullshit, uh, one thing that I did notice on the Genesis Mini is in it, in addition to the feet, like next to the feet, there are little square spots, almost as though they're planning some sort of upgrade that it would sit atop. Oh, for the, the Sega, Sega CD, CD Mini? <laughs> I would buy the hell out of that. Although... All well, the- they wouldn't necessarily have to... What? So, no, Vector Man was a 32X game. Because I was going to say, it's already got Vector Man, but uh, that wasn't Sega CD. That was uh, 32X. Having Sonic CD would be kind of cool. Sonic CD would be cool. Um, <laughs> Let's get Sonic 3D Blast going, guys. <laughs> Snatcher, would, Snatcher would be fantastic. Um, you know they're never going to release that. Well, yeah, because Konami's got to license it out. Um, but even still, there's Capcom and shit on there. There's, oh, yeah. And there's Konami on there. Uh, Castlevania uh, Bloodlines is on that. Yeah, yes, but it is. fuck Konami. Uh, currently, yeah, Konami yeah, is a, is a yeah. dumpster fire of a company. Pachinko! Hey, you guys Nepotism. Like little silver balls at Castlevania. Do you like. That's where you're going to get your Castlevania to, fix to, from now on. Microtransactions rule! <laughs> to be fair, the Japanese do fucking love Pachinko. To they be do. fair. They do. Uh, now, to the. Uh, Area 51! Intense failure that was the raid on Area 51. Do we 51. get any footage of like nerds getting beaten with a nightstick? Because I would watch it. <laughs> no, 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 they got uh, threatened and they just wet themselves and fell on the ground. What happened? <laughs> and what? farted. <laughs> <laughs> the Area 51 raid got split into three events, uh, at, which were all festivals. Uh, the one the that one the. Uh, the, little the main alien. one didn't get canceled. The main no, one, one got was moved in Vegas. into Vegas. That's right. Uh, the main one that, and we say the main one because it's the one that the guy who made the event endorsed mm. and was involved with was in Vegas. Whereas there were two other events that were near Area 51. One in a city that's got like a woman's name that I can't remember for the life of me. Karen. He, sure. <laughs> Cheryl. Uh, it's in uh, Cheryl, Nevada. Sharona? Uh, it's in uh, uh, Robin, Nevada. And uh, uh, that was apparently extremely lackluster and uh, not highly attended. Just like Dashy Con. <laughs> but what was important... So what's oh, funny God. is it, the, the original creator of the event actually said, don't go to this event because it's going to be the fire festival of, yeah. of these events like that that was his quote on it um i like that that's a now, now a social metric for, an, for yeah. events it's like the titanic yeah um the good thing to come out of this was the news reporter reporting on it oh, while some, some kid knew rudo dashed behind him. yeah that was good i saw that yeah that's also, that's the only thing i needed from this event there are also two kids that got arrested they're from like the netherlands i think it was the netherlands and they got arrested for trespassing near area 51 yep. and they're in jail <laughs> uh i saw plenty of photos of Maybe no more than five nerds at the at some ambiguous military gate uh, with a bunch of people in camouflage looking at them like, "What the fuck are you doing here, dork?" Whoa, that, get out of here, nerd! What that turned into yep. no. The signs were great. 
shit like slap them cheeks yeah and, yeah and stuff like that like fucking uh, outstanding surprise to su- surprise surprise an event that's org- was organized on the internet that could actually have real world implications <laughs> for people's health didn't have a lot of people actually go like i think there was a total of 75 people involved uh the thing that was the number i got genuinely i'm surprised that anyone decided to take it seriously well you know it's 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 like when when you when you pr- you know, try to promote your your band on facebook and then you <laughs> yeah. have a bunch of people that like, say they're gonna go yep. <laughs> yep. i saw a meme like that so Man, i can't take credit for that two million people uh, uh rsvp'd is going that means 20 people are going to your show dude yeah <laughs> And, and and they're gonna leave halfway through your set. At least ten of them. <laughs> and I'm sure there was just a disappointed soldier who was stationed on the 50 cal, just wishing. <laughs> it's like God, I just hope, test me, kid. Like I'm so tired of being here in the desert. I hope some nerds run through the gate right the now. Second, I see the glint of their glasses. <laughs> the moment I see those arms go back, dude. <laughs> I'm shooting. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not counting headshots. I'm counting fedora shots. <laughs> really, what what I would have loved, and and honestly, I would have loved this. Think serious, Sam. Oh! Yeah, yeah. Like, I would have loved a sea of kids just doing that, and that would be. Well, they were too busy watching Naruto to play serious, Sam. Yeah. My favorite thing about this whole thing. Is that the U.S. government probably had to have sanctioned meetings about the possibility yep, of yeah, this yep. happening? Just because they they're not going to treat it like it's not going to happen. Because if they treat it like it's not going to happen, and it did, that could have some major issues. Well, so the U.S. government had to plan for eventuality. Contingency plan. <laughs> also, never mind the current social climate where nothing is off the table. Anytime you say something, no one's stupid enough to nope, do that. They'll do it. They're They'll gonna fucking do it. do it. They're gonna fucking do it. No one's stupid enough to. No one's stupid enough to give Brooks a million dollars, right? <laughs> Fools! No, of course not. No one is not. stupid enough to grant me grant me my eternal happiness. He is quite rich, you know. I'm quite, quite rich. No quite one's rich stupid enough to stop today. thinking or talking to Dan so he could fade out of existence. <sighs> Waiting ain't gonna happen. <laughs> not gonna happen. Oh nope. man. Well, I mean, maybe next year it'll be. Maybe next year they'll go for it. Yeah, when they least suspect it. Yeah, right. Ha ha. You fools. Yeah. Last year was just a misdirect. <laughs> <laughs> or right that. now, right now there's like <laughs> thousands of people hidden underneath fake bushes in the desert. Waiting. <laughs> you know, it, it's like Red Dawn, but lamer. <laughs> They're all wearing like bushes. Wolverines! <laughs> and then They're Patrick Swayze Gilly comes back the from the dead. Of the fucking desert. <laughs> Patrick Swayze comes back from the dead and harasses the fuck out of Demi Moore. Yes. Um. So uh, aside from that, um, I finally got to <laughs> spend some time with Borderlands Three. Yeah. I hear it has guns in it. It does. I hear that it is a Borderlands game. I hear it has memes. Yeah. It is a All game. Of the above. Um I think that it is it has aged beautifully. Uh it's <laughs> it's Borderlands. It's fucking great. Um the uh last night, so I bought it initially on PC when I got back from uh being in Illinois and uh realized that we couldn't do like split screen or anything like that and ended up buying it on Xbox one uh, last night and playing it with uh, my buddy Aaron. And we had a lot of fun, like a whole lot of fun. I, the the character that I uh, started out as on PC was the hunter. And that's very cool. Did you, did you pick a meat thief? Is is that the guy with the pets that the hunter is or Uh, flack flack? Yeah. Did you pick meat thief? Meat Thief? You have pets as that guy, right? Yes. Yeah. Meat Thief is like the the cat that wears a fucking Cyclops like visor. No. Uh, and he holds like a little shotgun and walks at people and shoots them. <laughs> I oh, that's, can't uh, that's remember awesome. the name of my pet. I got, I went with the ant, the... With the uh, drill arm? Yeah. Yeah, spider ant. Uh, yeah. Thing. Um, but last night I decided to change to the mech girl. There's a fucking up. Okay, so the Met Girl. First off, it's rad that everyone's 
skill tree path has is like drastically different uh, with regard to like the way that you interact with it. So with the mech uh, girl, you basically you've got two arms, so you get two weapons. The second that your skill tree opens up, you pick a weapon for each arm, and one of them uh, on mine is grenade launcher, and one of them is a railgun. And legit. Uh, so I see you went big. I can appreciate it. The um, the uh, one of the upgrades that you can get is a gunner seat on your mech. So when you're playing with someone else and you activate your special, they can hop on your back and get a gunner seat and and shoot people while you're grenading and railgunning. That's fucking sick. That is awesome. That's rad. It was the coolest shit ever. We had so much fun with that game. My so. favorite my favorite thing that I've seen from Borderlands here, I've been watching a little bit of stuff, is that uh, the final boss, and I guess a few other bosses too, like there's like environmental damage that can happen. It's so like acid damage and the final Spoilers. boss is like constantly spewing <laughs> acid, but that environmental damage causes like a, a voice thing to go, ah, and he's like screaming. So he's, he's like, I guess he's uh, spewing acid and he's getting hit by the acid damage. So he's just constantly screaming the entire time you're fighting him. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> they okay. a, I think they patched it to fix it, but he's just going, ah, ah, ah. Oh, so in that, the acid that he's spewing is spreading all yeah. over the ground and he's walking yeah. over it. So he's damaging <laughs> he's himself damaging. over and over. It's kind of like, kind of like fighting Gray Fox in Metal Gear Solid. He just, every, he just screams all the time. Yeah. You're not hitting him. <laughs> That was um, my favorite thing. It was really funny video to watch. Make me feel alive. <laughs> we got snake. up to the boss uh, that's called the mouthpiece, which was a really fun battle uh, because he's a propaganda uh, dude for the uh, cult of the vault or the the twins or whatever the fuck. Um, and uh, his whole thing is very music and visualizer theme so like even the gun that he shoots at you has it like is wavy uh, as it comes at you there's uh speakers lining the entire room that he like strikes a pose and they just blow out at you um oh, cool. and his shield is like an eq visualizer <laughs> and it was just fucking great hell yeah glad to hear it's good even though randy pitchford can fuck off yeah uh, the voice of Claptrap is not the voice of Claptrap. Yep. That was partly because of Randy Pitchford, wasn't it? I'm not sure. There's a whole thing. That's what I heard. Yeah, I There's heard a Randy whole thing. It sucks. Blame too. Randy. Because he was originally going to come back and then uh, him and Randy, the voice and Randy had a big tiff and then... The Randy should just do music, or not music, uh, ma- uh, magic tricks. Yeah, yeah. His little sleight of hand game. Yeah. His his Twitter handle is Deval Magic as he's obsessed with magic, um, and Chris Hardwick is in it. Oh, which really? I'm not sure how we feel about him anymore. Uh, I which don't, one is Chris Hardwick? Chris Hardwick is uh, was the Nerdist, um, and he was well. Most people know him as the host of MTV's Singled Out in the '90s with Jenny McCarthy. What? Nope, no idea. And uh, then uh, he started writing for Wired. Uh, oh, 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 okay. One part okay. of Hard and Firm, because uh, it's Chris Hardwick and Mike Furman. Yeah. Uh, and they do comedy country songs. Um, and he started the Nerdist Network, which then ended up getting bought, I think, by ZDNet, like the Ziff Davis Network, but I can't remember if that's accurate. Um, and the turdest. but he built a podcast network out of that because he was podcasting, you know, the nerdist podcast, it would be him and Jonah Ray and Matt, uh, Myra, mm. uh, sitting and talking with some celebrity, you know, every week. What? <laughs> Are you laughing at you, that offhanded joke? <laughs> I very quietly just hear the turdest. <laughs> um, I didn't even hear that. Was that a joke for you, Brooks? <laughs> you didn't even say it. You're, just <laughs> You're like, <laughs> just I, I, keep I this like one to occasionally me. say something low and soft to see if our listeners <laughs> pick up on it. Um, the <laughs> the turdest. So. A few months ago, I think, or 
it was a while ago, I guess. His ex-girlfriend, who is also a notable person in the gaming community and the nerd community, mm-hmm. um, came out with allegations of sexual abuse and uh, things like that. Uh, his show, The Talking Dead, on AMC, uh, talk about The Walking Dead. Bleh. Um, I hate that show and I hate that after show uh, got put on hold. Uh, All of his uh, uh, panels that he was hosting at Mm -hmm. Comic-Con replaced him um, while AMC did a, an investigation into the allegations. Yeah. Um, He's still doing the talking dead. So presumably they came up clean the Nerdist uh, website removed all references to Chris Hardwick from it as having been the uh, founder and, and things like that. Mm. Uh, so I don't know where that was left. I don't know, um, you know, what the result of that was. If we're cool with Chris Hardwick now or, or if it's, you know... Who the fuck knows? I, I didn't really care about it in the, in the first place, so I'm going to continue to remain ambivalent until I hear otherwise. I mean, I, unless he did some obviously bad shit. Uh, I, this is my first time really talking about it. So, no, uh, Following celebrity news and shitting on people who suck is responsible and all, but God, man, so much of this shit happens that I don't even know how much of a fuck I can give anymore. Stop yeah. being dumb on the internet. And like, don't get me wrong, I... I I'm not a fan of cancel culture, um, but I think that there's a certain amount of holding uh, people in these positions of influence uh, accountable for their actions. Yeah, yeah, I think there's like a moderate balance to be found between the two for sure. Like yeah, people need to be held accountable, but we need to be careful about when we pull the trigger. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah like you we know. need to be careful about uh, when we pull the trigger, and we need to. Uh, uh, Figure out if we're okay with ending a career over it. Because realistically, with some of these people, you know, when when that kind when those kind of allegations arise, um, they just can't do the thing that they've been doing for probably in some cases thirty years or more. Yeah, their whole lives, and it's it's something to consider. Not there are some crimes that are pretty egregious, you know, rape and and uh, violent crime particularly yeah. and I'll, i've noticed that you know because there's like allegations about someone coming out like every week these you know it seems like these days and it's great that uh people are being heard as far as like you know they don't have to hide the fact that something bad happened to them yeah um but at the same time i don't think that it would not be prudent to immediately you know i read the headline now that person is gone um, you should look into things, question things. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, is this possible that this, this happened? And like, yeah, of course I'm going to believe side with the victims in, in these, in, in these cases until they prove it otherwise, but haven't. Um, but destroying somebody over, uh, a mistake they made. Yeah. That, you know, bar example, I, I think, I, I am perfectly okay if Harvey Weinstein never makes another penny for as long oh, as he yeah. lives and, That's and yeah. dies early. I wish he'd trip and fall to a meat grinder. On but. the other hand, Aziz Ansari, who he had his own issues, but it was just in his mind, it was a date that didn't go the way that she, that he that he wanted. And he was he thought he was respectful and backed off and left. But from the other side of the table, it felt more like he was being he was power tripping yeah but it like if, if it, the real the whole story is definitely of a, a it's a, ta- a tale of two stories there you know and he was thrown so hard under the bus for quite a while and yes he was wrong but it wasn't i would argue not something that it, it, like fortunately his career didn't end but it was it something, wasn't coming from a place of entitlement or malice exactly it was coming from harvey a place weinstein of being knew exactly what the fuck he was yeah doing. that guy's an evil motherfucker he was using actively using his position to get what he wanted out of people uh with the promise of careers and that's fucking disgusting yes um I know full well that I have misread 
uh, uh, people and and uh, probably uh, pushed boundaries that uh, people didn't want pushed because I misunderstood the situation or I misread the situation. I know that I've made people uncomfortable uh, because I think that it, it's a matter of when you get to the point where you stop making people uncomfortable as often because I... I think we've all, save for Dan, made people uncomfortable uh, in our finding our sexual selves because we don't understand that language yet. And we're learning yeah. that language and we're growing into that. It, it's it's not like they hand out manuals that have, you know, perfect instructions. Yeah. yeah. I'm the person who gets made uncomfortable by other people finding that. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a, I feel like there, and maybe this is ableist of me. <laughs> I feel like there should be a cutoff for, you know, expectation. Like, you know, at a certain point, you should kind of have some sort of social, you know, intellect. The, uh, there's a social gradient that's most people, functioning adults, should be able to pick up on. If you participate, you have to play ball. Sorry. Yeah. 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 You know, and I've been made uncomfortable by, you know, by people that were interested in me and things like that. And, As have I. And, and it, it's, it's a part of, it's a part of becoming an adult. And when that goes to a further place, like, um, you know, the Weinstein thing is a, is a great example of just the kind of bad thing, you know, we should to definitely cancel. I hate that word now. Cancel. Yeah. Uh, cancel that guy's career. But at the same time, um, one person who has been doing something all of their lives, you know, like, you know, they're an entertainer. That's mm -hmm. the, that's their, that's their job. They don't know how to do anything else. The, yeah. But before that they were working, they're flipping burgers at McDonald's. Um, I feel like instead of being quick to jump on a bandwagon, cause it's very easy to do that. Like, you know, Oh, that, I heard this thing about this person that I kind of already didn't like. Yeah. Fuck that person. An angry mob form on the internet so easy because so it requires easy. even less effort than going out into the streets and grabbing your pitchforks. That you can just open your phone and go like, oh, this person? Fuck them. Cool. Yeah. How many millions of tweets can I get? Yeah, like, done. It's like what happened with um, Garrison Killer and, and Prairie Home. Because mm -hmm. uh, some allegations came out that were, at the time, they weren't even confirmed they just came out yeah the next day npr removed his entire archive yep he was gone and uh when i was back home visiting uh you know friends and and stuff like that yeah. and out for the wedding and uh i got to visit my gram mm -hmm. uh and uh, uh garrison keeler and al franken came up in the conversation because we were talking politics and, and talking yeah. about that stuff because uh, i am not afraid to talk about politics with my family because my family isn't garbage um the uh, uh, Al Franken is another case where it, we shouldn't have have lost him. Uh, the Democrats uh, decided to uh, use him as an example of them not being beyond the own the their own moral standards, mm -hmm. uh, where they were not uh, solely trying to hold Republicans' feet to the fire and holding them accountable for uh, these yeah. you know kind of things, but. Uh, to be clear, and this, if I recall correctly, these were happening at the same time. Al Franken is not Roy Moore. Um, Al Franken, uh, and even take this for what you will, but, uh, what's his face, uh, who used to be married to Roseanne Barr? Tom Arnold? Tom Arnold. Um, uh, said that the entire thing was a carefully calculated hit piece, uh, in order to take down Al Franken. Uh, because he knew some of the people who were involved. And uh, I mean, the the thing with the, the Al Franken thing was like he made a poor a joke and poor taste on a USO tour uh, with uh, photos. And what he did was definitely wrong, but it wasn't. Something. It wasn't lose your sentence. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was, so, uh, to I'll quote make... Gilbert and Sullivan, let the punishment fit the crime. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that's the thing that worries me most about cancel culture. And. I fully believe that if someone does those greater offenses, like obviously rape, sexual assault, doing anything physical or emotionally, like deliberately emotionally harming in any way, like, yeah, fuck those people. Absolutely. 
do whatever you got to do. What isn't often considered is when someone's just ill-informed or like consequently insensitive, that doesn't mean that you have to ruin everything they've ever done. And to the point, in what way are you encouraging them to improve their way of thinking by taking their life away? Yeah, yeah. by, by like, shutting them out if, completely. If saying Ultimately, that one the, thing the is goal what, should be changing hearts and minds. Yeah, right. And if that's if if saying that one thing, that insensitive thing, just ends their career forever because they're they're ill informed or just didn't know, then they're never going to feel good about it because that becomes the cornerstone of what ruined their life. Yeah. So they're going to hate it forever. It's not going to encourage them to change. They're going to hate it and they're going to hate the people that did that to them. Just because the internet mobs are inherently malicious. Like that's the, that's the problem. The moment one forms, it's not about improving people. It's about being out for blood. And that's a fucking problem. And that's because, you know, the internet is, and Twitter especially, is a a place for the uh, loudest voices to be heard. And the loudest voices are always the most extreme voices. Twitter is a toxic waste dump. Um, I think think part of the issue, too, though, is more just than, it's more than just the Twitter mobs and the internet coming up in arms. It's that there are people who have power to make the decisions over these people that made questionable decisions that are listening to those internet mobs and giving power to those internet mobs and giving power to Twitter to basically end their career because they're 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 listening to the loud vocal majority. And they're afraid of, they're afraid of the bad PR. So the moment it's like, Oh, minorly inconvenient. I might be losing $10 right now. Boom. Done. Done. And yeah, I mean, that's what it comes down to is honestly, Twitter, if any of the people who are loudest, if if it's as many people and, and whatever, Twitter's a great way for that information to spread and that information to very quickly become misinformation. Um, it's it's what, yeah, it, uh, telephone. It's a game. Yeah, of telephone. Yeah, we're, just yeah. we're just playing. We're just playing telephone with everyone on the planet. And um when you see, you know, so many thousand people being vocal in, uh, let's say, you know, we're, we're talking about in an industry of sales, right? Um, just hypothetically, mm-hmm. people are so unwilling to, you know, share their opinion about uh, this or that or that. So when a company, um, you know, where the sentiment of the populace affects their bottom line, when they see thousands upon thousands of people railing out about something, that is, while it may not technically directly translate to affecting their bottom line, it is a larger number than they probably saw affect their bottom line before Twitter was a thing. Oh, right. absolutely. That's true. So, you know, all it would take is, is you know, 10 vocal people uh, with platforms to... Uh, share a, a salty opinion about uh, a product uh, to negatively impact that product. Yeah, dude, are you kidding me? Like company. the the amount of damage that a single one star review can do to something, a single one star review. Yeah, like, and the fact that there is no consequence for people that are being dishonest about the, about these kind of things. Yeah, more's the point. Just because you've bought something or participated in something doesn't mean you're qualified to review it. <laughs> you might have no fucking clue what you're doing. Yep. Yep. I I think we're all qualified though to review fast food we eat in our car at least. Yeah. I <laughs> think that that one dude absolutely has or actually two dudes. He might be over the shell corner, tacos. He might be on the on the market uh uh review bra and uh the uh five guys review uh dude. Damn, damn, damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy from Stack Taco is also pretty good. <laughs> oh, I have not seen but uh, review review bra is the sweetheart of the internet. Yeah, he's he's great. He's he's like well, I for, I'll be honest. I first started watching him. I don't watch him very often, but I first started watching him because I was just like, "Who's this dork?" Uh, I'm I'm going to laugh, and then I watched him. I was just like, ah, I don't know. I can't laugh at this guy anymore. Like my buddy Nebo uh, <laughs> uh, showed me his videos uh, at first, and the first video I saw was him reviewing Pizza Hut's heart shaped pizza. And I was just like, is this, is this, is this an act? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I thought, I was like, this is a perfectly crafted troll right here. Yeah. Because like the suits are all perfectly too big. Is it, yep. is it not an act? No. no. 
guy's, oh. guy is genuine. <laughs> I, like, even when I still watch his videos, like I still think he's a shit poster. I, Were you I, this I year's think, old when you learned this thing? I mean, like, I, I still today have a years old in my brain there's, that there's, he is a shit poster. There's no way to know. Like, you just open the video and listen to him, and like, it could just be a really subtle gig that he's pulling off. Like, I, I still am. Like, unless he's just come out and said, like, no, I'm genuinely doing this. Then okay, yeah, I'm wrong, but it, it just, if it is, it's a hell of an act. He seems like a shit poster. That was my first thought as well, but it, I have seen enough to, and especially, um, I mean, he fucking reviewed like jugs of water once. Like <laughs> he, he just reviewed like the quality of filtered water. <laughs> He's got to be a shit poster. <laughs> yep. You know, uh, I feel hydrated. The flavor could use a little work, but... Ooh, arrowhead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh... So, there was apparently a thing a while back where he was... There were... Some things that suggested that he was a paranoid schizophrenic. Um... Because there was a video where um, he said that he had to relocate many times because a van was following him. And he said, if you you watch this video, uh, you can see what I'm talking about. And he watched the video and it's, I mean, granted, you can't see like out the window or anything. But there's a car that pulls up next to him because he's in a fucking parking lot. There's nothing that, like, where he said, you know, watch this thing as though it was something that would be obvious to pick up. It was just absolutely not up. obvious mm-hmm. to pick up. Well, it, it'd be, you know, I'd, I'd be pretty rattled, you know, because I also read that he was getting, having some issues with people online in general. He was having issues with 4chan. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> surprise, surprise. Wait, people having issues with 4chan? What? The toxic waste dump of... He, uh, um, people noticed that he had bedding in his backseat because he was living in his car because he didn't want the, uh, 4chan stuff. There was suggestions that, uh, people were stalking, someone on 4chan was stalking him and posted his exact schedule and like he does this at this time and this at this time and this at this time and posting pictures of his house and shit Why? and uh, break people these people's suck. hands dude. Um, yeah for real let's get some ball peen hammers and, and go because he didn't <laughs> want it to negatively impact his family he mm-hmm. lived in his car yeah so. so somebody was following him he was right right yeah <laughs> but not necessarily it's uh, maybe maybe well, not. I mean, it's it's also hard to, de- to determine what is a what is a genuine threat and what is not yeah um which is why I, which is why I don't, I don't play like that. Yeah, it's much safer to assume it is a genuine threat instead of <laughs> playing with fire. Yeah, and now we're cool. back <laughs> at Area Fifty One. No, Eight Chan genuine, genuine threat, genuine threat. Four Chan not. Yeah, yeah. Well, hard to tell sometimes. Did Eight Chan especially get de-hosted in the recently? Especially or something in the like that. Yeah, Eight Chan got de-hosted because of El Paso. Yeah, yeah. Speaking they, of of that, there's a movie coming out already. No, no, not for El Paso. Okay, I was going to say, uh, Jesus, <laughs> fuck me. There's a movie uh, coming out, a scary movie that I saw the trailer for, and this might actually do the trick. This might actually creep, you know, creep me out. Okay. It's called Cuck. Oh, I heard about this. Really? I heard about this. Yep. Big yikes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big yikes. And it's, it, it, is the sto- it, it is a story of a guy on the internet who feels disenfranchised and eventually becomes... An incel. A killer. Wow. An incel. The trailer is out. We will have to watch that that out. Topless robot watches. Unfortunately, that is very culturally relevant. Yup. Yeah, and it's something that we have to worry about now. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Gotta gotta worry about people who sit in their dungeons all day doing literally nothing. Yep. Yeah. I mean, people uh, uh, regularly accuse uh liberal left you know folks or progressives as being in their echo chambers man at least sitting in my echo chamber i am not encouraged to go out and kill people yeah let's go outside i'm happy surrounding myself with what i perceive and feel is positivity and uh support of 
uh, people who need it and uh, support of humanity and, and things like that. Um, I, as frustrated as I get with anyone, uh, of opposing views of varying degrees of, of extreme, I don't want to go out and, and shoot any of them. Yeah. That's well, why I hate reading Like even on, I still do see that kind of idea, idealism though, even in like, like subreddits and stuff about, yeah, well, you know, Reddit's our president also and a fucking everything. dumpster fire. Yep. That's true. It's just like, I feel like it, you, I mean, we are, I'd like to think intelligent and are good at surrounding <laughs> ourselves. Like you said, <laughs> with positivity but not everyone has those kind of like there's going to be those kind of extremist echo chambers where that still exists people who disagree with you are not unintelligent tyler how high no, is your I meant, iq that's not what i meant i meant like we, we we've surrounded ourselves with even he's, he means we surrounded ourselves with people who even though they disagree won't chimp out at us exactly sure like people That's who can I mean. have civil discussions about things yeah because there's people that like that have the same ideals that we <laughs> have that but they put they surround themselves with people that are going to do that and like are like legitimately for assassinating the president for instance and different stuff like that like it's I feel like it's not the idealism that leads to that kind of echo chamber. It's it's the kind of people that lead to that kind of echo chamber. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can agree with that. Um, was there anything else that uh, we had to talk about? What games have you guys been playing? It's been over a week since we uh, fucking hung out. I haven't played any games this week. I honestly... I played, I played Damon X Machina. I did play Damon X Machina. Uh, all, of the, all of the demo, I'm going to buy it. Wait. Oh, you've you, so you haven't gotten the full game yet. I haven't bought the full game yet. No. Okay. But I played the demo was long. It was like fifteen missions, and and it's fun. It's it's a it's a mech game. It's a mech game with anime aesthetic. So if you like mech games and aren't offend, offended by anime aesthetics, so it's a game. It, it's a game that you will enjoy. If you do not like mech games, you will absolutely hate this game because it is a pure mech game with a little bit more fun. Like the the moving around is a little bit more fluid. I really do. I I I'm a big fan of fun movement systems, and it feels sure. good. Like it feels fun to run around and and stuff. So I I really like it. I'm it gonna needs, I'm going to buy the game for for it to be a good mech game. It needs to feel chonky, but Chonk. not so chonky as to feel like you're uh, a slow tank. You need to be a big heavy deftly maneuvering tank <laughs> there's you some, need to feel the this weight one's of that more tank, of a a jetty like you're a you, you're flying around shooting and like zipping around able to stop on a dime turn turn and like and jetting across the ground kind of met game it's more like a gundam met game if, it, if that makes sense okay but the big sluggish stuff has its moments because I, like, I, I think Mech Warrior and Armored Core. Yeah, yeah and yeah. in mech games where like you have back to Mech Warrior, man, where you Armored have the options was... to build different mechs. You know, that's cool if you want to build like a zippy one that has machine guns and light weaponry. But my preferred method of like every game I play, it's find the biggest stick and smash things. So sure. like that's what I'm gonna do. So if I'm in a mech game, I'm gonna build the biggest mech I can <laughs> and put as many fucking cannons or railguns on it. And even if I can only rotate at like a speed of five degrees per second, I'm gonna find someone. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten enough farther into where I, I do believe you are able to customize your shit a little bit more. Right right now, I've just been getting the basic weapons and stuff. But right on, it's fun. I enjoyed it. A lot of people hate it on the internet, but I I, I was looking around. A lot of people hate that. everything on the internet. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> but all of the complaints that I have read on the internet are literally just complaints that everybody has with every Met game ever. Yeah. Sure. And if you don't like those things, then don't buy a Met game. Exactly. Yeah. If you yeah. like robots, but don't like Met games, just play, play virtual on. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to play. I mean, there are plenty of Met games that aren't Met games. Yeah, just this I, game features robots. Yeah. I will say or the like story Zone is of the Enders. Go yeah, Zone, Zone of the, the Enders. Yeah, absolutely. Zone of the Enders is a great uh, yeah. example, which uh, has a VR version. That's fucking rad. Oh, because your that. cockpit is literally the robot's, uh, Jehuti's cock. <laughs> Did you ever realize that that the, the cockpit for the Jehuti is that little uh, proboscis that, that kind of sticks out between betwixt the robotic legs? No, I haven't thought of that 
in a long time. So that's your point of view in this robot is that little Kirby bit. So it is an actual cockpit. Yeah, truly is. Very nice. How about you, Ding? Dude, I was too busy to fucking play video games. I don't know who I am. That's weird. (laughs) Yeah, it's super weird. I had something to do pretty much every day. Like, go to a show on Wednesday and stuff like that. So, uh, I touched a little bit on some Fire Emblem. Uh, That's it, though, man. Again, I'm I'm losing my way. I don't know who I am. I didn't play like 20 hours of video games this week. <laughs> I played five minutes of Hang On at the Grid on Wednesday in between sets. <laughs> I fucking hate that game. I like that game. I'm not great at it, which is why I like it. But I like <laughs> it. I mean, it's my sworn enemy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think the thing I played most this week was Rock Band. Oh, yeah. 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 That's it. Mm. But hey, I'm not complaining. Rock Band's fucking sick. Yeah. yeah. That was a lot of fun. It yeah. is a game. It's uh, what we do every single Monday night there at the Grid. That's why it's called Rock Band Monday. At the Grid, (laughs) Rock Band. Well, uh, we have come to the end of the podcast. Say it is not so. I will not say it ain't so. And I tried. I tried to say say it is not so, and you guys still (laughs) fucking. uh, Hey, we talked about Rock Band. (laughs) We will be uh, back with a guest next week. Ooh, who is our guest? New friend. Uh, the famous uh, from such movies as not another not another teen <gasps> movie. We got Paul, and uh, from shows such as Will and Grace, and uh, Beat the Geeks, uh, uh, Mr. Paul Goebel. Yay! I love Paul. I don't know who that is. Paul is cool. It's cool dude. Uh, yeah, he's a cool dude. Uh, hosted our trivia at the grid. Now hosts our uh, Jackbox game nights. He's um, awesome. Oh, neat. And uh, none of what I said leading into that introduction is false. It's all true. He is legitimately in all of those things. <laughs> he's got uh, an IMDb profile. He was the TV profile. geek on that uh, short-lived uh, show, uh, Beat the Geeks. Um, I miss I miss that show. Like It sounds like all of those things that you listed off were things that I missed out in the the pop culture apocalypse that was my life yeah so but uh that's that's my new segment pop culture apocalypse (laughs) pop copolips so yeah um i as long as uh everything goes as planned uh he will be our guest next week fantastic but yeah thank you for watching and or listening we'll see you next week bye-bye bye-bye i'll see you later Uh, Luke, it says I'm locked out of my account again.